0: You have to make sure, because orgy could mean more than three. I want to be very specific
1: well, here. Because you know you would get endless harassment on Twitter from using the wrong one.
0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Shenantics podcast. I am the Skunks Meister, and I'm here with M. Cole. Hello, M. Cole.
1: Uh, hello, Skunksmeister. How are you?
0: I am just so great, and I'm so glad that we are very consistent with this podcast, and mm-hmm. we have a loyal fan base. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who is really, you know, they relish
1: every Monday when we come
0: out with an episode. That's true.
1: They, they, have you noticed that they stop? They stop posting the comms in chat in Discord. I mean, I think they've given up. I think they us. have too. I think they have too. But I would say. I would be, if I was them, just, you know, this is, you know, from a third party looking at this. If I was them, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would be very impressed that we do manage to come back, right? It's never I agree. dead. It's like, it's I like, agree. You know, we take this very
0: seriously. And let me mm-hmm. tell you, if I think we've talked about this before, if I, if we did this all the time, right, people would get used to it. Yeah. But now we do it.
1: It's a surprise. Mm-hmm. And people are like, holy shit, this is amazing yeah 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 i will okay i have to i have, I have some confessions i have to make mm. i actually have a lot of confessions look at this i just i got i have a lot that i need to tell you okay have you ever uh done confession before i have not no oh no. yeah i used to do that as a kid it was I, terrifying anyway I'm go assuming on assuming that this is how it works
0: <laughs> yeah That's... you sit in a box with a priest and there's a well you could do face to face or with the screen Oh. And of course, no one wants to be face-to-face because that's fucked up, I'll right? <laughs> be the, you the true wanna, like, sociopath. Because you, you don't want to look at the priest in the eyes, right? Yeah. And be like, hey, like, I lied to my mom, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. you don't, you don't want to do that. Yeah. So you do the screen. But, you know, like, if you go to church often, like, the priest knows who, who's talking, right? Mm-hmm. They know. Mm-hmm. So you do it through the screen, and then the priest is like, son, tell me your sins, And then you're like, blah, 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 right? And then he's like, oh, yes, I forgive something, something, forgive your sins. And then they tell you to, like, do some prayers or something. And then they have to go do some prayers. And then your sins are forgiven.
1: Huh. Now, do you think, do you think, I wouldn't say anyone, but do you think that that there's a good portion of the population that does confession, that actually confesses to, like, Big sin, hardcore shit. Yeah, you know, I think yeah, yeah.
0: I think I think there are people who do that. Mm-hmm. Like you're talking murder.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm like talking murder. I'm talking like like burglary, like like the like some serious shit. Uh, Except, I guess those two are. Vastly different, serious. Levels. Yeah, murder and burglary. I feel like maybe like, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. maybe yeah.
0: perhaps slightly different. Yeah, yeah. I, but yeah, no. I think I think there are definitely people who do that. Mm-hmm. I would say because mm. I feel like every like ten years or so, there's like a story that comes out where it's like priest comes to police to do blah 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 about a guy who said he murdered someone. You know, like they do that. Yeah, yeah. But you ever think there's like a troll guy though who's like I know where. What's her name? Benet Ramsey is,
1: you know, like something weird like that. Yeah, absolutely. Because those same people also call the police station. <laughs>
0: like, oh, like yeah, the FBI. Oh, they I don't. I didn't really watch any of that.
1: But no, yeah, no, but I'm I assuming like they saying. do. I don't. I don't know firsthand. But like, don't. Oh. like I feel like the FBI you don't, don't know firsthand. That's oh no, suspicious no. what uh, you're talking. I'm sorry. Genetics. I have sinned. <laughs> I have some shit to tell you. Um, yeah. Anyway, so what is your confession again that you were gonna say? I ah, fuck. I forgot. <laughs> oh, now, now I remember. Now I remember. Okay. Um, I had to go onto that uh that one that one website that I don't use anymore because I was it was it was one of those things where it's like instagram <sighs> yeah no uh, twitter i had to go on twitter oh, the other day um, Okay, twitter because it's it's one of those things that like twitter is one of the better platforms if you just want to see if there's any like current vibing information about something that's going on like right this second right like okay like if you're like if you're like oh gosh there's something going on like around town like i'm just curious if anyone's like talking about this right like i feel like mm-hmm. that's like a good way to just hop on like search.twitter.com type it in and um let's say some shit uh, but i now have a new favorite way to read twitter which is we need to record a bunch of shenanigans episodes and then i going to go on and see all the random ass replies <laughs> that mention my name at shenanigans and it is <laughs> it's great it is absolutely great oh. Yeah, yeah you, so you've
0: been out of the loop on all the things.
1: Yeah, I had no idea that all this shit was going down on Twitter. Oh, <laughs> Mcall, you know, I
0: shield you from all of this, okay? Like, I take the brunt of us not recording, all right? Yeah. And you see the rabid fan base that we have, okay? <laughs> yes. I mean, I mean it, is,
1: it is a lot. Well, also, I think, like, your Twitter game is just just on point. Like, uh, Is it, though? My Twitter game is terrible. February 12th, iSkinky. Twitter.com slash iSkinky, February 12th. If you want the exact... How do I do this? There we go. Twitter.com slash iSkinky slash status slash 1360360310780141569. That's the permalink to the tweet that I'll be referencing right now. Okay. So, So this this guy on Twitter Skinky, he okay. says. Me listening to at M Cole underscore explain why he thought it was reasonable to give Detective Pikachu five stars on Letterbox. <laughs> <with> <laughs> a frame from The Godfather. <laughs> like, <laughs> can, wait, can you
0: can you post that in our shenanigans chat so I can see it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, that's <laughs> yeah, a good. That was a good one.
1: Oh my gosh, here we go. But you, you could you couldn't type the permalink that I just no I, I, I totally like you did it <laughs> anyways
0: this is, this is the godfather screenshot yeah yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay,
1: yeah this one is really good yeah yeah Anyways, <laughs> so um, but yeah there's just there's some, there's just some good shit that just <laughs> Was down on Twitter. It's only so, got eight likes, and I think that's very disappointing. I think all right? I, that I think is this
0: deserves so much more.
1: That is criminally low for that A plus tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm kind of shocked that it got eight likes because I think only like probably four people listen to Shenantic. So yeah, you know, no, I agree. Yeah, fake boosting accounts there. But um, anyway, so yeah, I was I didn't realize all this crap that's going down on, on Twitter, and I had uh, quite a wonderful time. Um, Read through it so. Oh, that's great.
0: Yeah, no, I feel like actually, I always said this the tweet, my tweets that the ones that always do the best is every time I cancel a stream, (laughs) (laughs) which I don't know what that says, but like anytime (laughs) I'm like, hey guys, can't stream tonight, I get like a lot of likes on it, but anytime I'm like, hey guys, I'm live, like nobody interacts with (laughs) that. Yes, exactly. (laughs) I think maybe it's because like, um, posting. Li- I feel like when you post links in tweets, it doesn't do as well mm-hmm. for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's just
1: my. I think my so. Vibe. I think so. Yeah. Well, probably because everyone gets it from the four hundred four hundred four SMS, and they don't want to have to click through to the link. Of course. Yes. Um, you know, back yes. back in the old school, they days. get it onto
0: their RSS feed.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. So, man, I wonder. Maybe that's what I'll do. The RSS reader I, I'm using now. Um, you can just you know throw in someone's uh, twitter username it'll pull in their feed like maybe that's what i'll do for the for the i skinky, i'm live type twitter feed yeah that's a good Re- idea read, read the rss of that so there you go
0: then you can see all my tweets at you yeah yeah absolutely. i feel like i've done more
1: <laughs> with you that i'm trying to remember i mean yeah you probably you probably did I just I, I yeah. You probably did. You probably did.
0: You probably I wish there was an easy way to find that.
1: I, I don't I, uh, have an easy way of finding. I, find I just have that one tweet bookmarked, so I just oh. I just pull <laughs> it up. Funny. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Whenever I just need to laugh, I just pull that one up. Anyways, but no. So that was my first confession: is that I went on Twitter and I scrolled through the the at M Cole mentions, and it was it was a glorious time. So, um, I recommend that's probably the best way way to read Twitter. <laughs> it's, yeah yeah what? take
0: a five-year break and then come
1: back and just you know see what people have said about you while you were gone yeah <laughs> while you've been gone perfect it was perfect <laughs> anyway so then the second the second confession i have to say is you had talked about this uh feels like it was a lot of episodes ago on shenantics, but it's probably only the last one uh-huh. um but i had this experience last night and i felt very much kind of like like you where I last night we watched a movie. Um, we watched Book Smart on Hulu and I went to Letterbox and I logged it and I've, <laughs> I've <laughs> yes.
0: Did so, you see that one that I sent you? Yes. <laughs> right.
1: For people who don't
0: know, I sent I had another Godfather screenshot where it's it's at the end and they're it's they're doing the, 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 the I guess it's the in part two, they're doing the trial, and a little wrote <laughs> a little bit of history for you all here. This is M Call in 1974 explaining why we didn't record an episode of Shenantics.
1: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, it's so good! Oh man. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, so sorry. Start again. <laughs> okay. So so last night we we watched a movie. We watched Smart on Hulu. And okay. I've been very faithful in logging my movie watching into Letterboxd and so I go and I rated this movie in Letterboxd and then I decided to go to the page to kind of read what other people thought about it and after after, after. I rated okay and I went back and I increased my rating on you it you did right okay yeah. Yeah, okay. absolutely did, absolutely, absolutely did. And Sarah gave it's me. It's really hard. It's it so is hard. Really, really hard. It's so hard. Well, it's so hard on like two levels because it's like, so here's, I got like, I got some shit for this from Sarah because like, afterwards, um, you know, I was like, oh, you know, I was like, I really like the ending, blah blah blah, like overall, and I was like, but like, I think I'm gonna give it two and a half stars. And she goes, you know, this is a very popular movie, right? I'm like, yeah, I know, but like, really, like, like two and. Wait, a half did you stars. say half? Two and half? No, I told You're you this. Half stars now? I told you this. I told you this last time, like a oh. month ago on Shenantics. I told you I was oh, doing I'm half stars. Oh, I'm sorry, now. I don't remember our conversation <laughs> from How a month could you ago. Do not <laughs> remember that. I think there's actually. Oh no, that's a different. That's a different relevant tweet that mentioned me. Um, <laughs> okay. From Alex. Oh <laughs> wait, yes, Alex you can give half yes, stars. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay anyways um but yeah that's no, so i gave it i gave it two and a half stars because last time i told you i was like skanky you were right and i now understand the half star method um, uh-huh. oh okay i forget what movie where it started with but it was like one of those where it's like i was like um I was like, oh, I was like, that was a good movie, but like, that wasn't like a really good movie. Like, it's like it feels like three stars, but it's not quite four. And then Sarah's like, you know, you that's why that's why people give it half stars. And I was like, oh, I get it now. Okay, um, but yeah, so I give it two and a half stars. And then she says, you know, it's a very popular movie. I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. I'm sticking with my two and a half stars because I have principles that i live my life by <laughs> so then i go to letterbox. which i immediately changed <laughs> once i saw how other people voted <laughs> yeah i go to letterboxd it's like the average rating is like 3.9 oh, it was like no. it's like oh Ooh, god you're yeah. really an outlier yeah, I could, there i could see why they're they're saying then i scrolled a little bit further further and like yummy gives it like four and a half stars Ooh, and that broke the damn i was like i was like all it, right huh? i was like three stars <laughs> Two and
0: a half to three, and I So set, let me tell you, I'm called. Let me tell yeah. you something here, okay?
1: Mm-hmm. I've gone
0: to your page now. Yeah, you said you gave it three, but yeah. when you want to change the rating for a diary based. <gasps>
1: oh, you, you still see the old one. Oh, so right
0: now it says two and a half stars. So
1: technically, I didn't change it. You didn't change it. If I live you by want my principles. To change your mind, hold on. I can't type my one password. Apparently. Oh, my God. I got it wrong again. <laughs> okay. I probably I can't talk and type it at the same time. You can't I, type and talk? And I can't That's get fine, into Letterboxd until... Okay, so I could stick with mine or I can go in and, like, actually change it What I need to change it to. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to go to, like, your... You click on it, Mm -hmm. and then you go to review or log, and then you have to
0: change it there.
1: Well, what other one did I need to change? Because I've changed another one, too. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I've been watching a solid four movies a month since December. I'm very proud of this, right? That's now. Way, that's more than me. I have been so bad with movie watching. I've noticed and I've like been disappointed because i I wanted to like like yes. the last time I got to steal a movie that you watched and, I gave it four stars was uh, when I watched yesterday that that Beatles. oh musical. yeah, that yeah, was that's was so a much fun, movie. fun. That was a very fun movie. so um, but yeah, no, i uh, I've been uh, I, I'm gonna change it to three because that movie was decent. <laughs> Three it is. Three it is. I also watched Klaus for the first time. Oh, so good. It's so good. It's so good. You oh. say it's so good, but you only gave it four stars. Come on. Four stars is really good in my book. I mean it is, but it's not like really so good, like perfect. That movie, that movie was fantastic. I am very particular
0: okay. with my movies.
1: Okay. Uh, I, I I I yeah, I've noticed.
0: <laughs> Three is average. Okay. Mm-hmm. Four, obviously above average. Mm-hmm. Three and a half is teetering. i i rarely give five stars and so far i have never given a movie uh anything above anything anything below two stars i have not given i don't think i haven't either i I feel bad because people worked on the movie
1: so i'm waiting
0: for a movie that's like actually so fucking terrible
1: yeah i all around I, I, i feel like if it's I feel like the likelihood that I would watch a one-star movie is very low. Very low. Yeah, that too. Like why would I want to put myself through that? Like I have to really like not know what I'm getting myself into, which brings me to my only Two star rated movie in my diary is uh the social dilemma which I watched back in December and I gave that a solid two stars. That's the Netflix documentary. That's the Netflix documentary on like social media and algorithms and stuff like that. Which why did you give that two stars? Okay, here's the thing: is like I like deep into my core, I agree with and also preach the exact same thing that that documentary did. The way that it's filmed and presented undercuts it at such a deep level that, like, I, it ruins it ruins like the message it's trying to send. It um, and it does it in this way, which I can kind of give him credit for because it it's like this. It's kind of an abstract thing to be talking about, and it's geared towards people that don't kind of understand algorithms, I guess, but they do it in this way where they like anthropomorphize like the algorithm. And so like they have like the algorithm is actually like for like people, which are just played by the same actor, like mashing buttons about like what they're going to do for someone's Instagram feed. Right. So like you have like a literal actor that's being like, Ooh, he slowed down on here. Like hurry up, feed him this to like make him stay longer. And it's like, Uh like I get it, but it comes off at like such a cheesy Uh level that like, it's hard to take, like this thing that is actually very serious, all that, like as an actual serious thing. Got it. Um, And like things where it's like, they'll be like, they'll be like, oh, it looks like he hasn't picked up his phone in 10 minutes. Hurry up, send him a push notification that like this, uh, you know, uh, this girl that he likes um, posted on, in- on Instagram or uh, posted on his feed. Okay. So he can get to it. And it's like, like, yeah, that's a, like a real thing that happens that is serious. But like the way they said it was just like, it's so like, cringy cheesy that yeah. then it's like oh okay that's not that serious right like this weird actor just said that they're gonna do it anyways so i just i hated it and then it kind of did this thing and sorry spoilers alert <laughs> spoiler alert for the, the social dilemma they had this like overarching storyline to it with like this fictional character where it was it it was very reminiscent of like the anti-drug propaganda from like the 80s and 90s Mm. um where it was like at the beginning of it he's like this like well adapted to society like kid and then like over the course of he's like fighting with his family more and he's getting mad at his sister and like at the very end of the movie he's like fighting with another group at like a protest and getting arrested by the police and like his like life is absolute garbage and all that kind of stuff and it's like it's, it's like so hyperbole that, it, like I said, it just kind of ruins the overall message of it. So that was, I guess now we can understand how can I ever watch a movie that would be one stars? Well, I go into it thinking that it is exactly the kind of movie that I want to watch, and then they do that bullshit. So yes, I now understand how that mm. might happen.
0: I think that's a kind of movie that's probably made for parents, don't you think?
1: Yes, 100%. It's like your mom watches it and is like, oh my mm-hmm. God, Facebook yeah absolutely it, exactly i think that's i think that's probably the problem is i don't think i was the target audience for that yeah so yeah. it uh but yeah that was that was the low point of my rating I, I i i mean i don't know if you know this i'm very easy to please so like really I rarely go below three stars i give five stars out like candy <laughs> like I'm yes just like a like like
0: detective pikachu
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> So, detective pikachu of klaus (laughs) or like that's fine yeah i'll tell you Klaus. i get it klaus i mean it's a good movie you know a movie movie. you should watch what what was it on where the hell did i watch this i should mark i I wish they had maybe i can i tag things I i wish i could tag them what service i watched them on um but you should watch cool actually wouldn't that be cool so then because that way like right now when we're talking about if i had watched it recently and i'm pulling out my page i'd be like oh like you know i watched it on here because it says where you where you can watch it but a lot of those are um like it says amazon but is that like amazon rental or is that amazon prime Mm. anyways um but no you should really watch the 1980 film nine to five with dolly parton dollar parton yeah it's fantastic Working I really
0: nine it. to five
1: mm-hmm. yep yep it starts off with that song and everything as oh, you would, as perfect. Would assume. but yeah so i would add that to your watch list nine to five okay i'm gonna add that to my watch list now yeah it's good it's fun i think it's only like an hour and a half too it's a nice little it's a it's a light-hearted one kind okay of. i like lightheartedness. yeah yeah. So, but yeah. So then now I need you to watch it. because Now I need to know what you think about it. And, yeah. And no. I'll I'll add it to my list.
0: Wait. Where the fuck is Letterbox? I just lost it. There we oh, go. See. See. Look at that. Oh. So. Yeah.
1: Oh. Nine to five. Let's do
0: this. No. Working nine to How five. How many
1: five star do you think you've given out? Um. Without looking, I have no idea. Maybe yeah. like six films. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? I never did what i never i never did like the myspace like here's my top movies isn't isn't it on can't i do that on letterboxd on my profile space my top movies you
0: know, oh you mean, I mean your
1: top four yeah, yeah yeah you never did that no don't forget select, to select your favorite films no
0: yeah yeah you select your four favorite films yeah i need to
1: do that yeah I you gotta you gotta do that buddy that's important i know how are people gonna know how are people gonna know what your four favorite movies are so they could judge you I know, I know. I almost hey. watched Big Fish again the other night. So Oh, you know, great movie. Yeah, I thought you Love would appreciate it. that.
0: In my top four.
1: It is in your top four. I'm looking at your top four now. That's how, you know, I just gotta. <sighs> just gotta as well uh, as Drive with
0: Heartthrob Ryan Gosling. I don't think I've seen that movie. It's a movie where he drives. Jojo
1: Rabbit is so good that might be going on my top.
0: Jojo Rabbit is very, very. good. Oh, I rated good.
1: that five stars too. When did I? I gotta add that to my diary. It wasn't showing up. So hold on, going to Jojo Rabbit. This is this will be the first one, if I can figure out how to do it. I, don't yeah, know if I can't. I, I cannot uh, figure out how to add it to my favorite films. So figured it out. Got it. Okay, there you Got go. Got it. You're Thank welcome. You. Thank you, Skanky. A lot with that. Jojo Rabbit. Nailed it. First one. Cool. We're, we're making big moves here on Letterboxd today. Yeah,
0: this is very, very good moves here on Letterboxd. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. You know, we're going to go Klaus as the other one. As your top four? Yeah, yeah. Well, wow. We, well, we have nothing Christmas there film. now. We have, I, you know, in the top go, four. Go big, This is go big
0: home. news here
1: oh my god, I want so badly just to troll and have it be like Klaus Elf and like the detective <laughs> Pikachu. That would be funny. There's like a
0: oh god, I'm trying to find it. Letter toxed on Twitter is like the a satire Letterboxd uh, uh-huh. and it's like they post just like funny like letterbox things and that seems like something that would be on there. Like my top four favorite movies are like some like niche holiday films or something <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like Christopher Columbus Day like I have four films about Christopher Columbus yes. Day <laughs> you know oh,
1: or they, oh my favorite
0: is when they post like um, they post awful review, like just so like dumb reviews mm-hmm. uh, those are always my favorite
1: <laughs> oh man now my goal is to now get on there Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, I should, ooh, Sorry, I'm 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 debating my top 4 at the moment. Oh, okay. Well, g- th-
0: walk me through. What's the debate here?
1: I'm trying to remember which of the Thor movies was my fave. Oh. You seem unimpressed by my top 4.
0: My my Thor movie my favorite Thor movie
1: was the second I think mine too. One. What was that called, though? Dark World. Yeah, that sounds right. Dark World. Oh no, Ragnarok was
0: my favorite. Yes, yeah, so that uh, I agree Ragnarok with that. was my favorite. That was 2017. That was like the they added the comedic
1: edge to it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I really liked Thor Ragnarok. How in the world did you give Uncut Gems four and a half stars? Because I really,
0: really love that movie. I know. I you love do. Adam Sandler. I like the Safty brothers. Because I like that adrenaline pumping kind of movies they make. And I also appreciate them as filmmakers. Yeah. Safdie we just brothers? we diverge here on, we do. on uncut gems, and that's okay. We, we can do. disagree and still love one another.
1: Yeah, maybe.
0: Yeah, maybe I didn't <laughs> give up on you when you gave Detective Pikachu five stars. That is You're true. not going to give up on me for uncut
1: gems. That is true. That is true. Okay. Is there is there is there an ever is there any other podcast on the internet that has like bookend opposites like we? Do? <laughs> you know we're not we're not very different. I'm called. Cool. Okay. No, we're not. We're not. No. All right.
0: We we are we are uh, similar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. I would say- <laughs> go
1: on it's, but i can't explain to you how we're similar but i think we are right you oh, know we are we absolutely are we absolutely are because it, it's fun it's just it's funny because when you were just talking about this now it reminded me of something that i want to tell you was really awesome but no because there's there's but okay i don't know if our similarities are because you and i are similar or because we were we were we were reared we were raised in the the mm the the barren worlds of the internet. Mm. Um, I don't know if that has, if that like, it was like the nature nurture, right? Like if we've been nurtured oh. by the internet to be similar people, um, or if we were predisposed to be that, because if you look at, if you look at before our internet raising, mm. I think you and I were, are were pretty different people, right? Like you're like, you're a baseball star. Like you I was not a baseball star. <laughs> you, you, you were, <laughs> you were, you, um, uh, you you did like the uh, the Boy the Scoutsy type school. stuff. I like, was in
0: Boy Scouts.
1: I was in Scouts I, honor. Did I tell you this that I was in Boy Scouts also? I think you maybe mentioned it. I think I mentioned. it. But then it. didn't you leave like immediately? Yes. I think I essentially you went my, to one meeting, right? I think what happened was I was in Cub Scouts and ah. I just didn't get out fast enough. And then I was in Boy Scouts and then I got out, right? It's like I, I yeah, turned my resignation right. papers in like, too, like a, a week too late um, is I think what happened to me. But I'd have to ask my mother about this because I don't remember that time in my life. Um, but oh, but like, you, like you did like, like camping type stuff when you, were, when you were younger as a Boy Scout. And I only oh, did yeah. camping type stuff as like a 30-year-old man. <laughs> That's,
0: so. That is actually interesting. Yeah.
1: But yeah. Then, then where we're simula- similar is for a while, if I remember correctly... At some point in your life, you were really into uh, uh, shaving, like the, the shaving tech in oh, gear. yeah. Exactly. With the badger yeah. brushes and all that kind of the stuff, The Shave right? Nation. Yeah. So, which I also was. And so it's like, we have like shit like that, where it's like, we are like oddly similar on <laughs> that, like on this weird, yeah. obscure thing that like, what part of the population like did that? And then that's us. Um. Yeah. Well, you know what? I think we're actually very similar, like
0: in how we attach to hobbies. Yes, absolutely. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, I I think you and me are both the kind that are like, let's invest everything <laughs> in buying all yeah. these really cool things <laughs> for this niche hobby. Yeah. And That's, then we'll lose interest in, like, three months. Yep. But then, because we're going on to a different thing.
1: Yep, exactly. You know? That, absolutely. Absolutely. That is, that is the it's, MO. That is so... True. Yep. <laughs> that that is I that. just
0: love collecting things.
1: Oh god, yes. And talking about
0: them. I think <laughs> yes. that's the coolest thing.
1: I agree. Oh man, do I agree on that one. So <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Okay, so nature nurture. Nature we, we absolutely do have <laughs> genes yes. that are yeah, 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 very yeah. similar on that aspect. Um but so speaking of collecting things, I I mentioned this earlier that I really like the wall that you painted in your new place, but yeah. the thing that I like even more, which Turned out so fucking cool. Is um behind you on, on your Twitch stream? Behind you in the in the the shelves. Your cameras on the top. Oh my gosh! Hey, oh, you like that? That is so cool. You did a yeah, good job. Thank you, thank you.
0: you That's so, only some of them too.
1: Yeah, you and I are are. Yes, cut from the same cloth, aren't we? Yes. I think <laughs> so. I, I, think I think so. so. It's just it. sometimes it differs though, right? Cameras for you, Overwatch statues for me. Like, it's yeah, just, yours it's, are much bigger like, <laughs> and unwieldy.
0: <laughs> <Yes. laughs> also, if you walked around with that around your neck, it'd be a little heavy and also disturbing.
1: Uh, can you imagine if I walked around with that diva statue around my neck like that? Thing like, thing Flava is Flav, a flave, uh, but Flav, with Flav. Flav. Overwatch. I would have <laughs> I would be if I would either be really like in desperate pain, or I would be absolutely ripped from being (laughs) able to hold my body upright with that thing. But oh no, yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, no, I, but yeah, I, I I agree though. I uh, with the with the collecting and stuff. You know, the thing that I don't that you that you would think would be right at my alley, which I thankfully, I'm able to keep distance with, is uh those NFTs, those non fungible tokens.
0: You know, like okay, I like crypto stuff. I think it's interesting. I think maybe a little bit of the direction of crypto now. I, I personally haven't really been involved that much for mm-hmm. a couple of years, and I don't know the community. I feel like personally the community of crypto has kind of shifted gears a little bit over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just me, but like no, I, um, think you're right. I don't know. But like now the NFTs and stuff, and I love digital things and I think digital currency is you know maybe not the future per se but I think it's gonna have a place in the future Mm -hmm. but NFTs dude I just I maybe I'm a curmudgeon but I just can't get behind it I don't know I think it's there was a moment where I was like hey I can be an artist and I can like (laughs) I can draw some weird shit and put it up as an NFT and make 2K? Why not? Mm-hmm. But like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like that, feels, it just seems weird. I don't know. I, I, I don't get the the allure. Like, if someone's buying Jack's first tweet for however million, I don't know what they bought it for. Yeah, it just seems weird to me. When I, you could just go there and screenshot
1: it. Like, what am I missing? Okay, so I totally agree with you, and I like okay. had this like internal struggle of like. I'll i, I will say it was one of those moments in life where like I felt really old, right? Like I'm mm-hmm. like, do, am I, I'm i like, do, do I not understand a technology thing because of my age? Right? Like if I was like 15 years younger, would I be like, Oh, this totally makes sense to me. Um, but so I was totally with you on that one. And I, but I also think that, but I, and I changed my mind and we'll get to that too in a second. But I think part of my original like skepticism, not understanding all that kind of crap is because of, the shit like Jack Dorsey's first tweet selling Uh for insane amount of money. Right. Like just absolutely crazy. Yeah. Um, And I think that's kind of like where I was like, okay, this is, this, this isn't a thing, right. This just can't be like, it just doesn't make sense. Um, But the, and I had the same thing, like kind of what you said, and this is another thing of like being like forged in the age of the internet where I was like, like you, you don't like that thing exists for me to enjoy. Right. Like I can still, It just seems weird to me that there's this thing that's like out in the public and like you're then like kind of like giving ownership but not giving ownership and all this other weird stuff around it. But like I can still go enjoy it so I don't understand it. But the thing that changed my mind a little bit and I still don't understand it for me but I now can kind of appreciate what other people kind think about it is when someone described it as if you think of NFTs like a book or a like commercially like printed, like photograph or something along those lines that is signed by the creator. Right. So if you have a Uh book, you can go out to the bookstore and buy the book and like, but if you really like, care about it and you have something like special about that you could also get that book signed by the author of the book and then that means something to some people right there's people that seek that out or like i think for me like band posters like in this room i have a poster from the academy is that when i saw him on the 10th anniversary tour is signed by the band right and so it's like that was something cool and special Mm -hmm. to me that i wanted to get and like the nft is kind of the signing part of that poster right like Mm. i mean i could i could probably go on ebay and find that exact poster again and buy it for like five dollars but that isn't where i derive value of it as a fan of what that band is and so if i look at nfts in that way like if you are a big fan of like a digital creator and you look as at as at an nft as like them signing their digital artwork for you then i can kind of see that but that's where that's the extent of my understanding and like appreciating it um and then we get to jack dorsey selling for like billions of dollars i don't get that but (laughs) i also don't get like fine art selling for like billions of dollars right like i don't Mm. (laughs) like i i understand that like like um a uh god what's his name like a like a Degas or something like selling for a huge amount because like absolutely phenomenal artist and the painting is phenomenal and the person's dead and so like you're spending a lot of money uh-huh. for that but like at the same time I'm like like I don't get spending millions of dollars for that when I can go to you know the art museum and look at other really good art so sure so I don't so know the, I, I the, the signature that. part that you're talking about has actually put it into
0: perspective a little bit for me mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. I I I at the same time though I'm still like I guess I guess it's not I mean it's not a problem for me I don't care but yeah. the how much people actually value it mm-hmm. like that Jack Dorsey tweet like I I want to I want to just go into that person's brain for a second that won that auction to kind of see why they thought mm-hmm. that was worth so much yeah you know, also, I would recommend that. I don't know if I've mentioned it to you, but have you have I ever mentioned the price of everything? The documentary? You have. It's been on my list to watch. Yes. For... Please go watch that if you're interested in art or how art is, I guess, marketed and sold and the players behind it all.
1: Very, very good documentary. I just put it on my uh, my uh, watch list on Letterboxd. The um, price of everything absolutely absolutely gonna watch that speaking of speaking of art though um well hold on real quick one last thing on the nfts i need to say okay um another thing that makes me really skeptical about the like the jack dorsey type stuff and like you're saying like getting in the head of the person that does it is that there actually seems to be a thing going on right now where it's a little bit of a disingenuous or bad actor type thing where uh, not necessarily that one but there is a lot of um. A lot of the NFTs that are selling for a large amount of money are actually being bought by the people that run online NFT exchanges. And so there's kind of a thing of like, is that thing worth that much money? Or is this free advertising to get NFTs in the in the news by saying by having something that sells for an obscene amount of money? And so there like I said, it's like a little bit of like, did that really sell for like $10 million because it was worth $10 million? Or if you see that the person that bought it owns the you know either the exchange that it was sold on or a competing exchange or something like now it's like okay is this weird is this this weird. It, that almost to me makes it seem like it's this like, weird kind of Ponzi scheme, right? Like you're trying mm-hmm. to like hype up. Yes, there's value yeah. here, and you're getting a lot of like the low level peons that are like truly digital artists that are like seeing this as a way to make money that are feeding into it so that you can make more money at the top to do like your big purchases that generate the news and so on and so forth. And that's where it's like a little bit like okay, what's actually going on there? Um, and I just maybe I'm wrong, I don't know, but that's that's what feels. That's what feels weird about it to me. So. Yeah, that that is actually a
0: very interesting. I I never thought about that. Like they're using kind as, as a kind of marketing tool mm-hmm. in some way that it goes for big prices. I mean, mm-hmm. there's also definitely money laundering going on here. <laughs> yeah, like I I think like straight up like this is this is a a breeding ground. Yeah, for money. This is like a perfect maybe perfect as. Maybe I mean, nothing is a perfect money laundering ground, I do <laughs> yeah. But this is a very, very good place to launder money
1: if you are interested in doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Um, so speaking of illegal activities and art, oh, nice. uh, I watched on Netflix yesterday. I think it was yesterday. I watched... Um, fuck, what was it called? Was it a uh, documentary or no? Docu-series. Docu-series. Okay. Uh, it was called This is a Robbery, the World's Biggest Art Heist. And it okay. was about um, in 1990, the, the two men stole 13 works of art from the Isabel something Gardner Museum in Boston. Okay. And uh, they still haven't been recovered to this day. And like really like famous pieces of art – like that that are worth a lot of money. Uh And it's a four episode docu-series that goes into it. And I I thought it was really well done. I'd recommend um, watching it. What was it called again? Sorry. uh, This is a robbery, the world's biggest art heist. Huh. That sounds really interesting, actually. It is really interesting. Um, One small thing in it that is a little bit of a spoiler, but it's not like the rest of it's still very much worth watching Mm -hmm. is um, they actually brought up this thing about why people steal art, right? Because, like, if you think about it, if you steal a very famous piece of art, it you it you can't. It's not easy to sell. Like even on the yeah. black market, it's not easy to sell. It's, it's yeah, like, definitely not. It's, it's incredibly hot and all that kind of stuff. But they were looking at, it, especially in the 1990s, with the Boston Mafia and a lot of the art. Uh, theft that was going on there was actually being done as a get-out-of-jail-free card. Because if Mm. you got picked up by the FBI for an unrelated crime... A lot of times, you can use the art as a bargaining chip to get Ooh, your se- like sentence reduced. Yep, you'd be like, oh, "Oh, you know that that painting that was stolen in back in the '90s from the gardener? Like, if, hey, if I can get that returned back to the museum, like, will you knock ten years off my sentence?" And it's apparently been very successful in doing that. Holy and so, crap! Yeah, and so that was a reason why people have uh, would steal art, and I think that was part of the reason that the um, Art from the gardener was stolen. Was to be able to be used as a leverage piece against the FBI. So, wow, crazy! That is nuts. Isn't that crazy? So yeah, go watch that that miniseries because they go. I'm gonna watch more it. To I, I am legitimately. Really
0: I'm definitely gonna watch it.
1: Yeah. Um, it's...
0: I have another art documentary for you to watch. Okay. Did I have I ever mentioned the painter and the thief? No, you have not. Okay, this was my favorite documentary this year. Well, okay. I guess 2020. Um it's about this artist I think in Norway um and uh she her paintings get stolen two paintings get stolen okay. out of a gallery um of hers mm-hmm. and they find the guy who did it Oh really on video and he he's kind of like a I think he's he's an addict and at the time he was drunk and he was kind of like tripping out. and when he stole the paintings, he didn't remember where he put them. Oh, my God, what? And it's about the artist and the thief developing a friendship. Oh, my God. so they they are, you know, they become close friends. and now you have like these intertwining stories of these two people. and you learn about both of them And their connections with one another. And I think it takes place like over years. Like they filmed this for for so long uh, with these two people. And it is very, very beautiful. Like it is such a beautiful documentary. You need to watch it. All right. The Painter and the Thief, since we're talking about it.
1: I think it's uh, nominated for an Oscar this year. Oh, all right. Let me pull it back up again. I put it on my watch list. Maybe I can watch that tonight. If I had to pick between The Price of Everything and The Painter and the Thief to watch tonight, which would you? Painter and the Thief. Painter and the Thief. Okay. Price
0: of Everything is good, but I think The the Painter and the Thief is uh, above and beyond, I mean, one of the really one of the best documentaries I've ever watched. Like, it is actually incredible filmmaking wise how they Mm -hmm. did it. Okay. Because the amount of access they got to these people and mm-hmm. their stories and how everything develops is like, how did you not plan this? Yeah. <laughs> kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. All right. Excellent. I'm definitely, I think that one's on Hulu too. So maybe,
0: mm-hmm.
1: maybe I'll see if I can watch that tonight. I think it is. Definitely watch it. All right. Excellent. Um, so that brings me to something I, I realized last night when I was watching, when I was, wa- when I finished watching Book Smart. And okay. that is, and as you can as you can probably see right if especially if anyone has gone back and looked at like the arc of shenanigans right like everything we've ever talked about <laughs> okay i there's very one very clear thing that up until about november 2020 maybe slightly before then I really did not watch a lot of movies right like mm-hmm. I would say like the things the media I consumed movies were near the bottom if not like the the lowest thing that I consumed and um, Nothing against them, but, like, I definitely go through, and it's kind of what you were saying, Skanky, about, like, hobbies. Like, even just, like, my viewing preferences or my, like, media consumption preferences kind of go is like, cyclo- cyclical, cyclical, six- yeah. that word. Um, it's, uh, so it goes through, you know, waves where I'll do one or another. And I realized that at least for, like, the probably the last five, if not, like, the last ten years, I was very much of the mindset that very good TV was better than movies, and mm-hmm. was more worth my time, right? Because it'd be like if you take like something like Breaking Bad or The Leftovers or something like that, where it's like oh, you can tell a story over seasons that you can't tell in a movie, and like the character development, all this kind of stuff that like you know I, I really liked and was something I really craved. However, I would say, especially since the pandemic started, um, and I think it's been trending this way for a while, I I think I really burnt myself out on. TV shows are on, mm. on like those, the series TV shows doesn't sound right for what that is anymore, but yeah, like it's a little different now, like I, that doesn't like I burned myself out on that and I don't, I it's, it's exhausting to me to think about starting something that has so many hours to it. And because of that, I've really, attached more to movies now in the sense that I really like and appreciate the story that is told over like two to three hours of time and that like they definitely are their own, they're, they're different, their own kind of mediums and uh, works of art. And yeah. I, I, at this point, I can really appreciate what the movies are bringing to the table kind of over what the, the, you know, TV shows and those series are and it's so much so like things like we're recording on a Sunday afternoon now and I can fit in one of the two things that you just recommended and that's exciting to me. Where if you would have been like, oh, have you watched The Leftovers, which you did, it's like, well, (laughs) in in order to consume that, like that's going to take me a month to do that. It's
0: a long time, time
1: to do that. Yeah. And so there's just something that I appreciate with being able to kind of Watch and take something in in one sitting, and then also to kind of think about it and ruminate on it and all that kind of stuff, and then you know eventually give Detective che- Pikachu five stars. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, my oh, yeah. my movie watching habits are very odd. Mm-hmm. I I kind of like one day I figure out that I like movies again, <laughs> yes. and I watch like a lot of them. Yeah, You know, especially since the pandemic where I was going every weekend to the movies and stuff and watching new movies. And Mm. I had that going for me, you know. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, things kind of like teetered off, obviously, when the pandemic happened. And me and Gabby used to watch a lot of movies together and then pandemic happened. And, you know, things shift, you know, how in your in your media watching and stuff and consumption. Mm -hmm. So I kind of go through binge phases now with that kind of stuff. And I enjoy finding a TV show and then kind of going hardcore with it and like kind of multitasking and doing other things while watching it. Mm -hmm. Like I did that recently with 30 Rock. Mm -hmm. I was watching 30 Rock a lot and like playing RuneScape or like doing something on my computer at the same time. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of like fell out of that and yeah, I don't know. I go through these weird phases with all this and uh, I don't know. I guess maybe it's kind of like there's the pandemic life, you know? Yeah. I think there's, like, this kind of um, no, a huge mixture of work and play and stuff, and it's, like, it's a, it's a whole different feeling now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we'll get back to... Hopefully we get back to some sort of <laughs> not like that, because <laughs> yeah. uh, it's very stressful. But yeah. I... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'd like to kind of switch back to a watch things on a normal schedule again,
1: mm-hmm. because
0: let me tell you, the Oscars is next week, mm-hmm. and I have... Watched one Oscar movie this year. Yeah, yeah. So I am, you know, this is not a normal year for me where usually I am very good about trying to watch every single Best Picture nominee at least.
1: Mm-hmm. And I have not done that at all this year. So mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, especially for you, um, a big impact of that is just not being able to see things in theaters. Um, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I just, I think that, which it's funny because the time when I'm now appreciating, um, theaters is when they're closed. Yeah. Right. I'm like, now I'm like, Oh man, I would actually like to go see a movie in theater now. And I, I actually can't. Um, cause I think what was the last movie I saw in, in the detective in Pikachu? <laughs> no, no. It was the one with the women. Is it little women? Is that oh, what little it's women. Yeah. Little women. That oh, was, that movie. was the last one I watched. That was really good. Um, and so now, as I'm watching more movies and like really like enjoying it, it's like, oh man, like it'd be nice to have like a Friday night out. Like, let's stop for drinks and dinner, and then go see a movie afterwards. And mm. like, it's like, man, that'd be that that sounds like it would hit the spot right now. So
0: yeah, yeah, maybe hopefully soon. Yeah, yeah. the theater by me has not reopened, and I'm a little nervous about
1: it. Yeah, yeah, so. Maybe. That'd be ner- nerve-wracking. I um. I don't know. While you were you were talking, and I was really trying hard to listen to you while doing other stuff, and I <laughs> did. I think I did a good job with that. But I, I I clicked around on Letterboxd, and there's like a whole stats thing. Like, like, dude, clicking through your stats on Letterboxd uh-huh. is phenomenally cool because you've done so much with it. I've like, tried. I've really tried hard. This is so cool. Like, your highest rated, like, films by decade. Um, <laughs> like, your progress through various lists, like the Letterboxd Top 250, like, how many you've watched in that. It's uh-huh. it's really cool to see, like, your most watched stars in that. Like, Samuel L. Jackson is, like, coming out on top with 15. That is pretty interesting. I guess maybe because of Qu- Quentin Tarantino films? Yeah, Quentin Tarantino has seven films. Spielberg is your is your top director with 10. Really? Spielberg? yeah. yeah. Most watched, highest rated, is um, you got a tie between Spike Jones and Bong Joon Ho. Oh, Bong Joon!
0: I will. I love Spike Jones. Spike Jones is one of my favorite directors because her. her. You seen her, right?
1: Oh, I love her. Yeah. Oh, he, dir- he directed you, and wrote her. You gave five stars, solid five stars in on that one. You are fairly I correct with that. Oh, being love John Malkovich is so good.
0: Her and yes, he directed Being John Malkovich.
1: Yeah. Let's see. Can I see? And he's also. Oh, he, I can He see. also did skate videos. Oh, as well. oh, I now see. I now see why Samuel L. Jackson is so high up on yours. Why? Because he's in like all the Marvel movies. <laughs> like, oh yeah, you're right. That would make sense. So you could click on it. And I'll show you like of that actor. That like makes what sense? What you've watched of theirs. So, so this and, is because I guess I got. I have pro. Betterbox oh pro, is that what so you, it is
0: yeah so you get all these different stats and
1: stuff oh now I gotta get pro well I gotta <laughs> I gotta build up my my watch you gotta history. build up your watch list
0: first and then you can
1: like then I'll do pro. pro yeah 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 so but yeah this, this is so cool, cool. this is yeah. actually really cool. Yeah, I'm digging this. I'm digging this now. Look, this is this is one of those things, right? Now I have a reason for my hobby. I, I like it when I have way to like have like a tangible type thing to like represent my hobby. <laughs> if, yeah, especially yeah. if it's like consuming something and like this is that. <laughs> yeah. No. Absolutely. <laughs> oh man, could you also believe that we spent? I know we only released episodes like once a month now, but can you believe we spent like six months talking about Letterboxd? yeah i know like they should pay us at this point but also like this podcast is a movie podcast now that is very true it is that is it started off as a twitch one where we talked about like moderators and all that kind of stuff in video games and over time we just we, we we evolve we evolve well, but we always do that? that. Anyway, who cares? I will we remember how we had such a hard time coming up with like any description of what the podcast is and this is why years later we it's not the
0: same thing. It's yeah, no, I it's it's What are you going to do, you know? This yeah. is the life we live. This is mm-hmm. this is our life. Okay? This is our life. This is what we do. to talk about letterboxed. Exactly. <sighs> Oh. Also, my, oh my god andy circus is my second Jeez. i know i was yeah i was yeah it's yeah, very I mean, interesting actually benedict cumberbatch 12 films
1: yeah what oh, 12? my god Let's click on that oh because i mean he oh. was in marvel movies too yep right? yeah the marvel no movies Hobbit? are skewing a lot of yours what's this the imitation game is that any good
0: oh imitation games very good
1: oh okay i'm put it yeah, on you should watch list. that. that looks really good and I might just, like, spend a very long time just, like, going through my friend's letterbox things and just, like, adding movies to my watch list. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and then tracking down these movies one way or another and making sure I can watch them, so. It's
0: very interesting, too. Bradley Cooper's up there. He's in, I guess he's been in a lot of movies that I've watched. Stars Born. Just want to mm. take another look at you. Mm, I should be watching Mule, that movie. Starring with Clint Eastwood. Oh, huh. The best? I love that movie. You've seen The Mule, right?
1: No, I have not. Oh, it's great. All right, put that on the list. Have we
0: talked about The Mule?
1: We have not talked about The Mule. What?
0: All right, let me give you the synopsis, all right? Directed. I don't know if you wrote it, but directed and starring Clint Eastwood.
1: I love Clint Eastwood. All right.
0: He plays a botanist who loses his botany thing greenhouse I guess Mm -hmm. and he decides to drive drugs for the cartel
1: (laughs) okay that sounds awesome
0: now I want to say something here it's not really a spoiler but it'll give you a good idea about this movie Clint Eastwood he has two orgies in this film (laughs) (laughs) wait what (laughs) sorry orgy is the incorrect term he has two threesomes in this film twice (laughs) okay hold on and he directed back. the movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on, though. I think my favorite thing is that he <laughs> had to go back and make sure you used the correct nomenclature. You have or, to make sure.
0: Because what orgy could mean more than three. I want to be very well, specific here.
1: Because you know you would get endless... Harassment on Twitter from using the wrong one. So, everyone, all the shenanigans, people, all eight people that liked that one tweet would be like tweeting at you. Be like, I was told that there was an orgy in this, and I just want to let you know there was zero, but there were two threesomes. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: it was. He has two threesomes in this film. Yeah. And he's 90, something
1: six. Oh my or something. God, he's old. Jesus, he is 90. Oh my gosh!
0: <laughs> so he's not. Oh, so. oh, he produced it and directed and starred.
1: So, that's crazy. Cloverfield Lane. I should. That's wa- already on my watch list. Got it. Yeah, Town
0: Cloverfield Lane's good. John Goodman's in that.
1: Yeah. What, did I, wa- what did I just watch with John? Co- oh, Community. I do love John Goodman. What a phenomenal John actor. Goodman. He's cool. The crazy thing for me with Ten Cloverfield Lane, I think about this every time I see it. It was directed by Dan Trachtenberg. Okay, I back in like being forged on the internet days used to watch um, video podcasts by the company Revision Three, that was started by Kevin Rose of Dignation or whatever, or Mm -hmm. of Dig, and then they started the podcast Dignation where they talked about stories on Dig, and there was another show on that totally rad show with Dan Trachtenberg as like a host of this like random ass internet video podcast, like back in the day. And like, I remember back then like talking about him being like, trying to be like this breakout director and then like fast forward (laughs) years down the road, like directs like an actual like big film. And that's just, I don't know. It's just crazy to me. Like I, I, like when I saw it, I was like, is that the same Dan Trachtenberg? Because that seems so freaking weird. And it is. So
0: yeah. And he did, um, what else did he do? He did. Um...
1: Didn't he film something
0: else? But oh, no, he didn't. He's, he's going to do the next Predator film.
1: Oh, it seems like. Oh, hmm. that's interesting. interesting.
0: And he directed a, an episode of The Boys, which I've also heard is very good.
1: Is that the uh, is that the uh, I, I've watched it. it's the Amazon superhero thing, right? I don't know. I don't, well, I don't know if it's Superhero. I don't know anything about it. But yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, Superhero. It's on... Uh, Amazon? Yes, Amazon Prime. Yeah, it's... I liked it. I liked it a lot. That's one of those things I kind of started... I mean, I don't have Amazon Prime anymore, so now I can never finish it. Um, but that's one of those things that I uh, I started. I liked it, but it was like when I was getting burned out on like shows. And I was like, I don't really want to keep watching this. I'd rather watch or do something else. So yeah. But it was good when I watched it. So, anyways. I'll add it to the list. <laughs> that'll never get watched (laughs) Uh, yes yes i will say i've conquered a lot on my list uh uh recently by by the way this will be my last thing unless you is there anything else you need to say because i got something i gotta end on no i'm good all right skinky i've been playing this amazing fucking game okay like a lot a lot for like the past i would say probably started it up in december i think does it rhyme with moverwatch no, it actually does not. Me and Overwatch are in a big fight. Ooh. I know, I now know. Now you're telling me at the end of the podcast? I know, I know, I know. We just, it all started, me and Blizzard are in a very big fight. Let's Ooh. just say that. Me and Blizzard. Okay, Okay. since you got me on real quick, we're not going to talk about Overwatch. We're not going to talk about Hearthstone. I really believe that Blizzard is missing out on a really big business opportunity that they should really convert the world of warcraft subscription into a blizzard subscription that gives you access to world of warcraft plus a bunch of other benefits throughout the rest of their game, right? Get on the like one subscription type train that a lot of the other companies are getting on. And it seems weird to me that blizzard hasn't done this considering they have a product that is subscription based, but whatever blizzard don't find. Don't listen to me. Anyways. Um, that is a great idea. Wait, did you, did, did you just come up with that? Or has that been something
0: the community has also been talking about?
1: Oh, I have no idea if that's what the community has been talking about. But I've been thinking about that because for like Because that's an amazing idea. Weeks. Isn't it such a good idea? Thank you. Thank you. Why did I wait to the end before I brought this up? That, no, like that's legitimately no cap,
0: which is what the kids say these days. Oh. That is a very, very good idea. Thank you. Thank you.
1: So, um. But, I mean, they have so much they could do with it, right? Like, like I think it's just, the thing that got me thinking about is like, they already collect a subscription for WoW, and they have a problem where, like, when people feel like they got the content out of WoW, they probably unsubscribe until, like, the next patch, like, drops. Yeah. And if you think about it, like, you're like, what if you did it where you do the Blizzard subscription you get access to WoW, but, like, what if you get, like, a feature in Overwatch where, like, not even something where it's, like, pay to, like, win, but, like, something, like, you could pick the maps you want to play on, right? That's been a feature that people have been requesting from Overwatch for, like, since it came out. Um, and you'd be like, oh, like, if you are a Blizzard subscriber, then, like, you get that feature in Overwatch. I don't know. I just I feel like there's a lot that they could do with it mm. um, that they're just missing out on. So, anyways, um, what was I saying? Oh, game, game. So, and this brings me back because the my first encounter with this game was not as a player of the game it was as a part of the community of the game and okay. that game is stardew valley and Ooh. i have so many hours of watching you play stardew valley yeah, like yeah. so many and i think this is like the first time i've actually like sat down and like played it i've done the community center for the first time ever in the game um what yeah i know really well, yeah, because back in the day, like especially when you were streaming it, when you were streaming it, like I got my fill from Stardew from watching you, oh. and so like I didn't feel like I had to really play it. And yeah. now I play it, and it is so perfect. It might actually be like my all-time favorite game. It's definitely in the top five, probably in the top three. But that game is, God, Stardew is such a damn good game. It is a really fantastic game. I really wish that I could keep playing it. I yeah. l- kind
0: of lose steam with it now, mm-hmm. uh, which kind of sucks because it really is such a good game. Um, <gasps> and even with the most recent update is oh, fantastic, but I just, I don't know what it is. I just can't get through
1: it. I mean, I think I just played, I overplayed it. <laughs> you, I was going to say, do you have steam open right now? I'm so curious what your hours played in Stardew Valley is. I do have steam open. Um... Let's see, my hours played
0: is Started Valley. I have I mean not that much. I have 470
1: hours. That is so many. At least from what I see. Do you th- that is that's a that's a good amount of hours. Uh yeah, it's a good amount of hours. I haven't broken a thousand though, so you know. But it's okay. It's one thing if you get like 400 some hours in like a game like minecraft right like a, st- a sandbox game yeah it's another to like milk 470 hours out of a game that is like it's like a finite universe of that what I also th- completed a long time ago <laughs> <laughs> yes exactly well that was why that was one of the great things about your stream at the time though is like especially after you like complete it like setting objectives for you to like conquer like yes Uh, prairie king and all that kind of stuff like that was that was that was what really that gave you probably an extra 70 hours right there oh a
0: lot yeah because i did prairie king i did um the skull cavern stuff yeah yeah i did um the community center in one year which Mm -hmm. i never did complete i missed it by one day oh uh community center in one year i did a whole bunch of other different challenges yeah I never did the get uh, all the hearts for everyone, though, because that is very, very annoying. And I never mm. wanted to
1: do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Since we're, since we're talking about hearts, the last, this is truly the last thing I will say. Okay. All right. And then we can, we can log off, especially because I need to eat dinner. Me too. Especially because Skinky needs to eat dinner. No, I'm more important
0: than my, my tummy.
1: Yes, his tummy <laughs> is growling. Um, I... Notoriously, I would say, notoriously have panned and hated Stardew because, not the game, the game is phenomenal, but I hate the town of Pelican, of Pelican Town,
0: because,
1: because everyone that lives there is a terrible, awful person. They are. And I hate them so much. However... I have a new appreciation because now that I've actually played the game for more than like three sittings, uh-huh. I see the growth in the characters more. Okay, and, and I, I I appreciate what the game does with that and how you slowly un like un, unfurl the layers of the onion. Yeah, um, I, and I can appreciate the writing in that. And uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's I think it's very well done. So I um I will now say that I do not hate all the people in. Stardew Valley, all the characters, and I, I do appreciate them as the characters humans that they are. That's very nice. That's sweet. Yep. Yep. So now I'm gonna now I'm gonna have now I have to decide if I'm gonna play Stardew Valley for the rest of the night or watch the painter and the thief. So it's Both. it's you know,
0: big decisions. <laughs> Por qué no nos does?
1: Have you seen my new emotes by the way? Just want to announce them. Oh, I
0: did. They are phenomenal. I have new emotes. We have, have a new phenomenal. Skanky H emote updated.
1: Yeah, I was I will say this that I had this <laughs> I was watching. I say, sometimes I go back and watch your old streams um, on my iPad when you're not live. Uh-huh. And I was watching, them, and I uh, I was like, uh, you were talking about like new emotes, and I was like, oh man. And I was like, well, I should when I get back to a computer, I'll pull up his chat and like see if I can see what they are. And then I remember there's like chat replays, so I just like rotated my iPad to like see everyone posting. Uh huh. I was like, so I got to see them. But yeah, they are phenomenal. They did really really good job. So.
0: They did a great job.
1: Yeah, Skanky Sip might be my. I love my favorite. Skanky Sip. It's that so one good. might be my favorite. So <laughs> that one's good. That one's good. Now I have to resub to you. So no, no, so, you don't have to. I I I don't have Amazon Prime. Anymore I wish either.
0: I wish I could do something where I could give someone emos for free. Ah, yes, that'd be nice. But Amazon would never let that because bottom line,
1: yeah, yeah, business. Oh, Jeff, Jeff, he essentially what? said that in his farewell letter as CEO. So. Ugh, whatever
0: did you because um, if you have channel points you can unlock a emote for a specific amount of time too
1: oh shit all right i think all right i think you could do that i'm gonna i'm, sure. I'm gonna see i'm gonna i'm gonna i'll I'm I'm have to pull up my uh my put that you know that url that you pull go up to the old
0: streamstram you know the streamstram and the old streamstram
1: yeah you know, i still have i still have my my affiliate emotes there's like the only person on the platform that has mcole affiliate emotes because i'm not an affiliate anymore
0: oh
1: that's funny yeah they just never Wait, took so them away they, from they me. just don't get rid of them you can still use them yeah you still use them but like no one else can sub to my channel because i'm not an affiliate so it's just me wow, so they're
0: rare they're, they're
1: an nft they're an nft They're you not can make
0: 100%. an nft out of them exactly
1: Exactly. twitch.tv <laughs> <laughs> slash mcole underscore emotes <laughs> so anyways but yeah all right skanky uh i'll 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 say us out because i don't even know if i can do it correctly you guys let has spend another episode of shenanigans new episodes go live bright and early monday morning whenever we record <laughs> which <laughs> yeah i don't know about that one <laughs> yeah i don't know about that one you can find the podcast anywhere you find podcasts including the itunes store the google play store website shenanigans.rocks uh, spotify oh man another thing we should talk about one day have you heard about the spotify car thing no Okay, cool. We'll talk about that at a future podcast. Um, we'll forget, but okay. <laughs> or any other uh, podcast app, Pocket Cast, Overcast, all that good stuff. Uh, what happens? Oh, if you have any questions or comments, you can send us a tweet at twitter.com slash or an email at podcast. Uh, at gmail.com yes. if you want to join the discussion there is a discord go to discord.shenantics.rocks and it'll bring you over to Skanky's discord where there's a great room with great people that will sp- uh, spam emotes uh, on Monday morning if we don't know, have a new podcast episode and uh, Skanky where can they find you on the internet? Twitch. twitch.tv slash skanky
0: skxnky twitter at @iskanky, iskanky I tweet a lot about Emcole and his thing so he doesn't see Yeah. Um, yeah. And Emcole what about you?
1: Uh, I, uh I'm not really anywhere anymore. You can send me an email, contact at mcole.tv if you if you have, I'm going old school with this one. If you have any uh anything you want to say to me. And that that's it. We'll see you guys next time. Peace out, Cub Scout. Go bye.